Hey, listeners, if you are thinking about divorce and concerned about your children, please go to my online parenting plan course. It will help you plan how you're going to parent through divorce and beyond. And I promise you, it will keep conflicts from erupting in the future while keeping you centered on your children. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. Join family law attorney turned mediator, Lisa Kosky, for candid conversations on how to alleviate the fear of divorce and how to heal through empowerment. Now your host, Lisa Kosky. Welcome listeners. I'm excited again to have my favorite coach joining me, Coach Tracy from Self Made You, who has impacted my life so much. And Tracy, she doesn't even really know what we're talking about today. And I kind of don't want to talk about it today because it's, I'm going to be really vulnerable. And I don't really want all the listeners to know these things about me where I fall short, but I'm just going to open up in the hopes that if anyone out there who's going through a divorce or, and, and we're going to talk about finances today or any financial issues or any issue, that this is going to help you see the process of changing your mindset. So I decided we had Victoria Kurloff on and we talked about finances and divorce and she was so good. And she talked about mindful spending. This was a couple weeks ago and that really hit me. And I'm just going to be blatantly honest. So I work with people through this divorce process. And the first step is always for them to do their budget. And it's painful and no one wants to do it. And it's like pulling teeth. And I say, I know it's so hard. And, you know, it's just painful and you need to do it. And Tracy, I'm not doing it. I'll kind of, I don't want to swear on this, but half ass (laughs) do a budget. But I don't really follow it. I don't really want to look at it because it's kind of scary. And it's a little bit painful. And... What I did before we got on this call, and listeners, I do want you to know that Tracy has coached me to do these thought downloads every day or anytime I'm having like a weird feeling that doesn't feel right. And I really have begun to learn it really does open your eyes. So taking the time to do that every day, if you can, or whenever you can, is so, so helpful. So I kind of was doing this with the finances and writing down. I mean, I think there's deep-seated things in me and I could go and tell you stories about my childhood and why I'm afraid about money, but I don't want to feel afraid anymore. And I do. Like, And I'm not kidding. Like, If I go to Target or the grocery store, it is never comfortable for me to spend money. On the same hand, I have... I'm not real good about saying, here, this is in my bucket and I'm going to use it for this. You know, I just kind of don't want to think about it. And I feel like I'm talking so much, but Tracy, as I was doing my thought download today, I thought about how this is similar to eating and to that mindset switch with eating. And I went through a phase with you where I said, I don't want to like think about it. Like I eat pretty healthy. I just don't want to, well, you want to know what? then you kind of aren't feeling as healthy. You're not, you know, sticking to things. So there's like a happy medium I've found where 
I need to be aware of why I'm eating, how I'm feeling when I'm eating, which kind of brings me back to Victoria's comment of before you buy something, think about it. And it's so hard right now because I think with young kids, they can just click a button and they buy it. But what I want to be coached on today is I do want to be able to deal with the painful piece of knowing and understanding my finances, similar to now I know my metabolic health. After working with you, I did the hard work. I know what foods support me and what doesn't. And I know what kind of fasting supports my body and what doesn't. And so now I have those tools and then it's easier. You just know. And so I want to get there with my finances and I want to be able to share that with my listeners that I, like you, am kind of afraid of a budget and I don't want to see it. I just want to be able to spend it and not think about it. So yeah, makes perfect sense. So it makes perfect sense to me, but let's like bring your listeners up to speed on why this actually makes perfect sense. So Essentially, what you're saying is, I am afraid to look at the data. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, when I operate from that fear, I only operate from the trauma, the dramatic thoughts, like it's scary and painful, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Hard. It's going to be hard. And I know I can do hard things. I don't know. This is a hard that I like don't want to do. Yeah. So, it, I just want everybody to like just take a pause for a minute and recognize how normal this is. Lisa has these feelings of fear. I have these feelings of fear. I'm guessing the listeners all have these feelings of fear when it comes to looking at the data. I don't care if it's the bank account or if it's what the scale says. Mm -hmm. People don't want to look at it because they are afraid of feeling afraid. Mm-hmm. And so they speculate, oh my gosh, I don't want to go there because I know that's going to take me down. So the very first step is just to normalize it. That's totally normal. That's total human behavior at play right there. So, and the whole, and if you wanted to just kind of make sense of that, it is because we have a lot of past experiences that we've made meaning from. So without even having to go into all of those stories in your past of why you think you're afraid to look at the budget or to even create a budget, absolutely, you're 100% correct. It's because you have experiences in your past that you made meaning of and you've carried it forward. And that's created this neural pathway. Your brain operates from these very efficient thoughts, aka neural pathways. You think I'm all the time. You'll see, I don't want to look at that data. You'll show, that'll show up in your life in all sorts of areas. I don't want to look at the price of that because I I know I want it and I don't want to feel the pain of not being able to have it. So I'm not going to look at the price of that. Bingo. And I feel like, Tracy, like when I've done a budget, I'm like, whoa, we spend way more than we, sometimes it's way more than is coming in. And our, it's really tricky because my income fluctuates, my husband's income fluctuates. So that just adds another, I don't have a stable, this is what's coming in this month and this is what's going out. Yeah. It makes it hard. And I feel like, oh, I just close my eyes and it always works out. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to live that way. But does it really? Like, if you're yeah. being honest, closing your eyes and not looking at it obviously does not just work out because you're here today saying, I don't want to feel this fear anymore. Right. So we can like scratch the this is good or this is bad. Like, there is no good or bad. It's just, do you want to keep living? for the next 10 minutes, the next 10 days, the next 10 years, feeling this sense of fear. And the whole reason why you brought this up is because you obviously don't. So we can like make some changes in the way that you're choosing to think about a budget. Mm -hmm. That's the real problem is how you are thinking and feeling about a budget that, Mm -hmm. that has you kind of you know, I mean, this is dramatic, but burying your head in the sand. Oh, no, that is what I do. And that's so funny you said that, because when I was talking to Victoria, I told her a story about how when I was 12 years old, my dad put my brother and I like he gave us an allowance and we had to pay for everything. So we had to keep track of it. And I said, my brother was so excited. He was a little bit older than me and he you know, was into saving it. And I said, I think I stuck my head in the sand and never pulled it out. I did make that comment and it's a little bit true. Yeah. And yeah. you guys, this is a scary thing. I take care of the finances in our house. That's why I like, I mean, my husband won't listen to this, <laughs> but I play it off like I've got it all under control. I don't. <laughs> you got him fooled. So something's got to be working for you. <laughs> okay. So the thought that you're operating from that's that's generating that fear is this is hard. It's scary. It's painful. Yeah. Those, those are the words that I keep hearing you say. And even though hard, scary, and painful are emotions, you know, yeah, in some iteration or some form, those are the thoughts that are generating a feeling of, you know, fear that has you actually not creating a budget or looking at numbers. Now, you guys creating a budget, even that, there's so many connotations to that. And it's like, it doesn't have to be hard. You might just pick one variable, one number to track on a weekly basis that could change everything for you. Maybe it's the number of leads you have. Maybe it's the number of conversions you have. Maybe it's a certain expense that you have. Even heightening your awareness around one number on a regular basis could change everything. Mm -hmm. And think about how easy that is. Right. Same, you know, for the people who are like, oh my gosh, I have so much weight to lose, but I don't want to step on a scale and figure out how much weight I have to lose. And then they don't do anything. They're not like moving their body more. They're not creating a plan, an eating plan for themselves. When it doesn't have to be that hard, you guys. One tiny little step in the right direction is going to change a lot. It's That's why I call the mind math the mind math. Because when you change one variable ever so slightly, up one number or down one number right. for results. You can't argue that. Well, and I like this because this is what's happening to me, Tracy, I think, as you're talking. The reason that it feels so hard to me was what I was telling you, my story of our incomes fluctuate. I don't know what's coming in each month. And how do you how do you set up a budget when you don't have an exact amount that's coming in? 
Right. And I think that feels so hard to me. I don't even know how to climb the mountain. Now I have gone as far as putting in all of our expenses that are standard, not counting, you know, and they're high. I mean, I feel like they're so high that I'm like, well, how do we even survive and go on vacation? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I, but, but the fact of the matter is you do however many years old right now. And you have lived the life that you've enjoyed. Yes. Not even knowing how in yeah. the world you're doing it. So it's actually working for you. And so I really want you to, I want to challenge you to scratch the budget and hard (laughs) from the like vernacular right now. Like those two words do not have to go together. They are not married. And I know your brain wants to believe that they are. Right. Actually, how could you look at the fluctuation or, you know, I'm trying to, you said our income is different. It's very sporadic, right? How could that actually work in your benefit? Like, like, right. You could put a chunk in the bank to hold for the dry seasons. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting because I have gotten so much more comfortable with money when I'm helping my clients because I know really it's simple. Money really is simple. So I do, there is that little, but it's like, but not mine. But when you health is money, it's simple, but not mine. And honestly, I think money is the easiest way for me to drive home the illustration of drama versus data. Like, I can't think of anything outside of the scale, maybe, that draws a better example, illustrates a better example of why we need to look at data to make our decisions. Because if we don't, you lean into the dramatic thoughts to yep. make your decisions from. And you do not create the results that you want from your life, from your business, period. You just don't. And so this is the best illustration of that is look at the data mm-hmm. to make a decision right. and move forward. Because if you don't, you will spin out on those dramatic thoughts and you will not like the result that you end up creating for yourself. Right. And, you know, like you were saying, is the result have been phenomenal. I have a beautiful life. I have a, I love my home. I have things that I enjoy. So it's not like there hasn't been success there, but it's just that it feels kind of chaotic. Like it's always a little chaotic, like, because I don't really know. I just, woohoo, I think I'll do this and it'll work out. Yeah. And, and I've been using the word optimizing a lot lately because it relieves me from feeling like something is either right or wrong or good or bad or broken or, you know, you know, whole. Like a lot of black and white thinkers who are working on self-coaching and using the mind map, they'll look at that result and then they come to, it's like judgment day. Mm-hmm. That's either right or that's wrong. How about if we look at that result and we ask ourselves, how do we optimize it? Because you just said, you know, here I've lived this life that I've actually really, really loved. And so it doesn't mean that the life up until, to, up until today has been broken or there's something right. wrong with it. 
you're just at this point in time where you're ready to optimize it. Right. And okay, here's my, and I don't know if this is a normal way of thinking. This is just my way of thinking. Just like with when I came in to learn how to become metabolically fit Mm -hmm. and I am an action person. I like to work out. Okay, fast. I'll do it longer and harder than anyone. And I was like doing 48 hour fast and I got heavier than I've ever been because my body, that wasn't what worked for my body. I had to reduce. Fasting works for me, but on a much lower scale. And it's about adding in protein and fats. And that whole dance changed my life. But when I came, I wanted to go hard. I wanted to see results. And in the end, it turned out learning that it wasn't about doing it hard and all in. And I think with the finances, yes, I'm going to make the budget damn hard. I'm going to like know everything. I'm going to tally everything. My mind is never going to let it. That's what I see. I don't want to keep track of when I, you know, go buy a new pair of jeans and write it down somewhere. There's that piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. So how can you take what you learned from your experience of becoming metabolically fit and lend that to becoming financially fit? Right. It doesn't have to be hard. We can just optimize one small area at a time. Like basically what you did to get you metabolically fit is you learned about yourself. You learned what worked, you learned what didn't work, and you learned what you were going to do different. Step by step by step. Exactly how you become financially fit. Right. Well, and I will say, Tracy, I did take the step, maybe it was two years ago, where my husband and I met with a financial planner and we just, like, I got to understand everything that we had. And because I didn't, I mean, my husband's the one with the, you know, I have my own small business. He's got the 401ks. He's got the, and so I didn't really know. And I'm sure people going through a divorce feel that way. So I always tell them, I do know this from experience that once you see that and get all the data, get all your assets, that's step number one. So I've done that and I have a pretty good idea of what we have for retirement. But I'm just trying to think of what can be a step that I can take to start understanding maybe the spending better. And maybe that is looking again at what are those things coming out every month. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a great place to start. Yeah. So for everybody who's been listening, I just want to really emphasize that the problem is is not the fact that Lisa and her husband's incomes fluctuate. That's not the problem, nor is the problem that op- that Lisa doesn't operate from a budget. So if you're listening and you're like, okay, TikTok, when are we going to solve the problem of <laughs> <laughs> budget fluctuate or incomes fluctuating and her not creating a budget? That's not the problem. Hear me when I say the problem is the fact that she is operating from a belief that creating or managing to a budget is hard because that thought makes her feel afraid, which has her doing nothing, nothing to get a different result. Right. So 
here she is. She now is operating from this could be simple. This doesn't have to be hard. What's the next best step? You just asked me. So what would be the next best step? She's asking herself, what would be the next most appropriate logical step in the process of me sidestepping my way into operating from a budget? And you just gave a really great answer. But she only went there because she's considering the thought, which will become a belief the more she practices it, that this doesn't have to be hard. And it is hard. And I'm not going to lie. As I sit here with you, I can feel the grippiness. And it's hard for me to believe that this could be simple because I keep going to, well, after I do that, then I have to figure out how much, you know, oh, this is going to be you know, I've got to look at our earnings every month, but it's something that I should be doing. What if you're wrong? But what right. if you're wrong? What if I'm wrong? Operated this many years from the belief that it's hard and you've created a result of not operating from a budget, which you don't want to do anymore. Wouldn't it make sense to consider that maybe you were wrong? About that? Right. Okay. So this is my new thought. What if I am wrong and this could be simple? And you know what? Simple. And I want to have something that says it doesn't all have to happen at once. Right. I, I honest to God, I live my life from the belief that all I have to do is take the next best step. Literally in every facet of my life. It doesn't matter if I'm talking about being a wife, a mom, a coach. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if I'm working on a weight loss goal or a financial goal. That is the thought that has become a belief that I operate my life from. All I have to do is take the next best step. I'm going to steal that from you because that brings me peace. And through a divorce, all I have to do is take the next, because I'm sure that that just feels like so much and so much to think about. And that's why I love to help people through the process. And that's where my learning from you and being able to pass along what I've learned to my clients. I mean, I just, it really could change the world. And I'm excited. I'm going to have some of my clients on this podcast because they're like, oh, this is so good. You can do this different. And Tracy, you know this, but you have worked with me and I'm so excited about my new online course. Actually, my first people went through it. I just started advertising about it. So it's an online Minnesota divorce course. They got her done in like a day. They said they loved it. They have a free hour to spend with me, but I'm like, my heart is full. And before I worked with you, I don't even think I could just cry. Like, I don't think that I felt worthy enough or like, why should I do this? And suddenly I had the thought, who better to do this than me? I can walk you through this paperwork. So it's just, I'm talking about my finances now, but this mindset and being in control of it changes every aspect of your life. And I came to meet you through learning how to get metabolically fit. Now it's more of a business coaching, but all kind of the same. Absolutely. Yeah. I just want listeners to know if they're struggling, it is money well spent to work with you at Self Made You or someone like you. I just, it's been 
phenomenal. Oh, thank you, Lisa. Yeah, I you can't put a price on mental or yeah. metabolic health. And right. so that's where we really, you know, put an emphasis. We know that that's what changes lives. And so we have kind of that deep dive in the metabolic arena, but mental health is the foundation of everything, I believe. And so your authenticity is absolutely like on fire. It is like, I feel like it has been fueled to the nth degree. And I can't imagine that there's anybody out there, you know, who is at that point in time where they've made the decision to get a divorce, that it wouldn't be of value to work with somebody who is as transparent and as authentic as you are, because your level of confidence in in the capability that you have to take them through step by step by step and get them to the other side in a much different way than what most of us think about when we think about, you know, getting a divorce is, I mean, the value is, it's absolutely priceless. And so I applaud you. You've done the work to get where you're at today, but it's so fun to just see this explosion of authenticity. And I mean, it translates in like this effectiveness. Like there is nobody better. Like you said it, who better than me to take these people through? Amen, sister. Amen. So anybody who's listening, if you know of somebody that needs help getting through their divorce and wants to do it in a different way, Lisa is the person. So I'm super excited that we were able to kind of work through this and really show people that it's not the circumstance that we're trying to change. We're not going to, you know, Lisa's not trying to change the fact that you've made a decision to get a divorce. She's going to help you do it in a different way. You're going to come out the other side feeling so different than what you ever expected. And that is worth its weight in gold. Amen, sister. And that is where divorce becomes an opportunity. So Tracy, this was supposed to be 10 minutes. It never is. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're welcome. I love you. And when we do this again next month, I'm going to talk about if I did the budget and how it was and how my use my mindset to get there. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks, listeners. Hey, I just wanted to pop in here quick before the saddle up segment and this whole thing winds down. And I want to tell you about my parenting plan online course. It is for you if you are terrified that divorce is going to ruin your children. I'm here to assure you that you can co-parent really well together. And I have an online course that is going to walk you through a parenting plan. You will have a piece of your divorce done. If you want to work with a mediator, you can bring the paperwork in and that portion is complete. It's easy, affordable, quick, and effective. And it will Be part of your divorce paperwork if you'd like it to, or you can just use it to co-parent well with another parent. It goes over all the things that you may not be thinking of when you're in the midst of an emotional time like divorce. So please go to lisakoski.com, 
check out my online courses and sign up for the Parenting Plan course now because when parents work together, they can mitigate the damages caused by divorce to their children. Thank you for listening to the Doing Divorce Different podcast. Connect with us at lisakoski.com and sign up for our newsletter.